Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and I am kicksless today, but I am joined by Priscilla of Bonjour Bitches blog on IG. You know her from her hilarious posts, her reels, and of course, most recently, her genius um, in a Delvey impression. Priscilla, we are very happy to have you here on the pod. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So excited. We're going to have the best time. We got so much to gab about. We were gabbing about serious things before we pressed record, but we need to gab about fun things now <laughs> for my for my mental health. Oh, for everyone's mental health. <laughs> yeah, no, I know for everyone. Uh, hi, hi, how are you? What's going on? Oh, I'm okay. I'm mad at the Kardashians. Why are we mad at them? I saw your your Crisilla Kardashian post today. <laughs> the, wh- are you mad at Kim saying just get up and work? Get up and work. <laughs> yeah. That was wild. I was like, well, yeah, but like you realize there are reasons not everyone can get up and go work because we don't have, not everyone has nannies that can take care of the children. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons actually. Yeah. That we can't all just have Spanx empires and beauty brands and shit. So yeah, happy International Women's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, right. Wait, that was yesterday, but but, but did it come out yesterday? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, it was today, but you know, still. Also, Courtney's <laughs> Courtney's face the whole time. <laughs> well, if you look at the video, right? Well, first, yeah. Chloe is staring at Courtney, not at Kim. That's the part that's hilarious. She's literally just like, like eyes at Courtney. They're like, can you conversation? Right. It's and I can't tell if it's either like, can you believe this bitch, or if it's like she's talking about you. It might be a it might be a mixture of both, and then Courtney is just staring blankly like into the ether. Well, and Courtney, <laughs> Miss Season Eighteen of Keeping Up with the Kardashians storyline of hers was that she didn't want to work, right. and she verbally was like, "Oh my god, that's so true." <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, Miss, you repurposed the Dash Boutique's Instagram to poosh. <laughs> Wait, they did? Yeah. I'm I'm like Kardashian light. Like I I know I know what everyone knows. It's a miracle I saw that video. Honestly, <laughs> well, your life is better than without when it's Kardashianless. I feel like. Well, I actually think that I am gonna watch the Kardashians though because on Hulu. Yeah, I I'm just I'm more interested. I just have an issue with e reality. It doesn't hit for me like the way it's formatted, the like sitcom aspect of their reality shows is not for me now this may also be that but i want to see if it's a mixture but i mean did you watch? did you watch all of kardashians no i just i feel like if you're even a little bit in the reality tv world you're just immersed in it right i I, i'm behind on my bravo shows but i still feel fairly current because i keep up with so many accounts and stuff and the kardashians are just all around us like the little baby jesus yeah, they are. There's just not any aspect of life where one of them doesn't pop up. No, you're you're right. I know. I I haven't watched a. I haven't probably watched an episode of the Kardashians. Well, that's a lie. I watched the reunions with Andy because I wanted to see oh. what it was like, and it was kind of uneventful because it's yeah. so they have too much of a hand in everything. It doesn't that's work. Right. Yeah, there's no stakes or anything because they just create it all themselves. I mean, right. I would say for now, for Hulu, it's possible that it's more interesting because more interesting things are going on and we know about it. So it's not like they... Sure. I, I would think it would be difficult for them to not address it, even though it's still going to be how they want it to be portrayed and explained. 
Yeah, I mean, well, the reason housewives work is because there's stakes in the game. Like they, they need some of these women need this job. Yes, and now the stakes are even higher because production is in on it. They are not on right. your side. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So I mean, like that's why that's why that's why a lot of the housewives work, and that's why, for instance, Beverly Hills for me does not often is because the stakes are not always present. Like mm-hmm. they were present earlier in earlier seasons, but not anymore because the, the I don't think if any of those ladies lost the check besides Erica would have bad an eye, you know? Yeah. You need the, you need the women to need it for whatever reason. And you need the relationships to be real. Right. Yeah. But with Kardashians, I, 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 I'm hopeful that they might go a little more raw on like the, the footage for this only because it's an, it's a different show. And I feel like, that's like what we're looking for. They know that that's what we're looking for from them. I mean, I'm sure it's still going to be produced without within within an inch of its life. But I mean, I read that they got a nine figure salary for it. That is insane. So, I mean, that's I mean, like nine <laughs> figure salaries. That's not a thing. Like, it took me a second to like put together nine because yes. I'm like, you hear six, but like nine, nine. That's really. It's really hard to hear (laughs) for for people that don't need money. Yeah. Right. They got to get up and work. (laughs) Yeah. For, for Kylie who refuses to pay Remember the whole, um, the whole, uh, GoFundMe thing. I I won't ever forget that, that, that revealed exactly who she is. It was like $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was maybe $10,000. Yeah. Kylie is self-made. So, she does have to be careful with her money. What is, I mean, she, is she self, self-made? No, I'm being extremely sarcastic. But, oh, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? But she was on the cover of like Forbes or something for like youngest self-made billionaire. And everyone was like, what do you be, where, what is self-made then? <laughs> right. Is having a show self-made? <laughs> <laughs> having an extreme amount of exposure self-made i don't think so no you control right i don't think so um well we we've already chatting reality but we we would be remiss not to ask you uh the question we like to check in with all of our guests and that is what reality television and maybe said reality uh, star on real and said reality show made you a dumpster diva uh <laughs> made you fall in love with the genre with trash tv take it away so it was just sort of, I feel like I've always, it's always been a big-ish part of my life as far as like what I seek out entertainment. I, I vaguely remember early uh, real world seasons. Mm-hmm. I think I probably wasn't allowed to watch it, but I snuck in anyway and like Road Rules and all those early shows. And mm-hmm. then Blind Date was amazing. Great show. And, um, but I've been a Housewives fan since day one. I remember having tonsillitis really bad when I was like, I don't know, 18 or something. And I just remember watching Vicky screaming about a family van and it cured my illness. <laughs> you know, God, and she's a monster and I miss, I miss her so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I don't have cable anymore, so I'm like, a ship lost at sea right now trying to get into bravo <laughs> yeah it's and then like the bravo app you have like points it's like you have to, 
it's so dumb. I'm I like, what are we doing? Why can't and it all just be on Peacock? Just put it on Peacock. Well, yeah. And then. And a lot of it is, but not all the housewives are. Not all like, the housewives and not the current seasons. And I had my mom's login. And then one day it was just saying, oh, your cable package isn't fancy enough for this Bravo app anymore. So ever since then, I've been, like I said, lost at sea. And then when I ask for advice, I'll like crowd source advice and people are like, well, just sign into the app. And like, no, I don't have the fancy cable. I don't have a sling or whatever the kids are using these days. What just- I, I will say now it's, it's a little expensive, but it covers a lot of bases. And that's what I do is I have Hulu live and Hulu live acts as a DVR and also has like, you can record there's pretty much every channel you can record on it and it's, but then also stream Hulu shows like that you would have already been streaming if you want, if you like Hulu, the only thing like you're miss like my, my go, I have Hulu live and then HBO max and Paramount plus. Those are like the ones I use mostly mm-hmm. Netflix. I'm like, I'm ready to like cancel it and then, and put it back on when there's a show I want to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially. And it's going up. Like we canceled cable, yeah. but we pay like, Three hundred dollars in apps now. <laughs> well, that's that's something I started doing, which I feel like is a life hack. If there's no shows on an on a streaming service, just cancel it. Even come back. And then yeah. when you see a show that you want to watch, get it. Yeah, it's like it's like renting a movie. Yeah, that's what I do with Hulu. So maybe I'll upgrade Hulu to live and get rid of something else. I don't know. No, I, I do suggest it. Um, wait, so I do want to go back to Blind Date for a second because it no, reminded no. me. I mean, I love Blind Date. But it was so just Nest Cam footage. It was so just like, there was no editing. It was just like, this is a date. <laughs> and like, no editing, you felt like you shouldn't be there. Like, absolutely. Oh, and Joe Millionaire. I remember the. Which they're bringing back. Right. I, I, I saw that. The first. Has there only been one season? I think there was only one. Yeah. And because the, the premise. Yeah. You can't have it again, I guess. Well, the new, pre- new oh, here, generation. <laughs> right. Well, no, the new premise is a touch different. There's one guy that's like very wealthy, and then the other one who just is like, Not. like normal. And you don't know who's who. Yeah. So they fall in love with someone, and they don't know what their financial situation is. Which is like that's dating, girl. <laughs> like yeah, that's just dating. <laughs> like you, when you're dating and you're out there and you're just going out, you don't know. <laughs> It's not like you go, I mean, there are, of course, instances where you go out and you're like, oh, you're rich. Yeah. But like very, normally you're like, I hope your credit score is good. <laughs> <laughs> but for those that don't know, the initial premise of Joe Millionaire was that they all thought, I mean, it's fucked up. It's they all thought, yeah, they all thought that they were going to be with a full on millionaire. And oh, then- yeah. And then at the end, the reveal was he is, in fact, not. He was a construction worker. He was a like one of those backhoe driver men. Right, and I, but I also feel like he he wasn't like poor. No, he wasn't poor. I think he had had a modeling or acting career at some point. No, he loses guy. me on that a bit. Hmm? <laughs> he loses me on that. A bit. I, <laughs> right, I was here for I was here for construction worker, but then you lost me on model actor. Right, so he was previously unemployed, basically. <laughs> right, right. And then, yeah, his story's gotten darker now that you really spilled it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some, and there was some 
I just remember we all got together for the finale of that show, but that was one of the ones where they pulled back the, um, the fourth wall and they like released footage of Joe hooking up with one of them. And like at the bottom, there was like closed captions and it just said like slurp. <laughs> oh, <not> slurp. <laughs> uh, it was a, the slurp heard around the world in like 2001 or whatever. <laughs> Did you, so there is a podcast that I believe Wondery, I think I think it was a Wondery podcast. Um, I'm trying to make sure I get the podcast name right, but it's it's about this show that was in the early 2000s called There's Something About Miriam. Have you heard about this? No. So oh, the podcast is called uh, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera. Hi- highly suggest, are you a true crime girl? Like, do you like yeah, true I crime? Am. Yeah. So uh, as am I. And... And I go in and out with true crime podcasts sometimes, but I'm more watching things, but this was so good. So it's about this reality show called there's something about Miriam. And I just want to say the show is so fucked up before I get into this. It's a similar premise to Joe Millionaire where you think you're dating someone that you're not. They set up this whole dating show around this trans woman and they didn't reveal that she was trans um, until the end. And there's like a, like a reveal at the end that she was trans on the network wow! and this was on BBC BBC one or one of BBC's like sister networks. Okay. It was in the UK and the podcast goes into like the whole process of like how they cast it, how they put it together. And it's narrated by Trace Lissette. Um, and who's, who's a trans activist here in New York city. And it's, it's done well. Like it's not done in a way to like, make the situation funny it's like taking it very seriously and why it's wrong and all this stuff and the and the complicated nature of like did you watch a disclosure on netflix the documentary about trans representation and media it's great another great thing and and everyone should watch and on that and it kind of comes up in this podcast they're talking about like well representation is representation and like how like the tra- trans women are saying this. They're like, they're like, we want, we get to be on television. Someone gets to see a trans person, but then the storyline of it is like, is manipulated awful and all this stuff. And it's, they kind of go into like the complicated nature of wanting to be on TV despite what it may do. And it's a really fascinating podcast. Highly, highly suggest. I'm, I have written it down. It's and great. I'm going to try and find the original show too. Oh, I think the original show is scrubbed because it's so bad. I think I think it's <laughs> gone. But they but in the podcast they like play a lot of audio from the show and uh, they they have like all a lot of, most of the producers on the show are on the podcast as well as some of the contestants and I mean it's it's a wild 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 ride. So I I highly suggest listening to it. I'm I'm in. Yeah. But one other thing about Blind Date that when you brought that up reminded me, do you remember on Flavor of Love when they were like, who was it? Hottie was in trouble because she was on Blind Date. One of them was in trouble because they were on, they were like, you've been on reality shows. And the reality show was Blind Date. And she's like, I mean, like, yeah, but like, (laughs) it's not like I was like competing or I just like went on a bad date with a guy. Yeah. That was Flavor of Love or Rock of Love? Flavor. Oh my God. What a time. What a time I the know. aughts were. Uh, we called it the of love 
fran- uh, of love franchise. Of love Rock of love, Daisy of love, Flavor of love, I love New York, all those. Where is uh, New York? She is, ho- we actually discovered this recently. She's hosting a, um, it's like a America's Next Top Sex Worker competition. Hey. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's fun. It's oh, like like cool. next like OnlyFans influencer type personality. And there's like a mixture of like uh, trans men and women, of like gay men and women, straight. I actually don't know that there are any straight people on it. But um, yeah, she's like the Tyra of it. <laughs> love that. I love that journey for her. Yeah, the show's on YouTube, I believe. I think you can catch it there. Um, well, let's dive into Miami. So we are going to dedicate this episode to the Housewives of Miami and all, all things about this new reboot season four. Uh, we haven't not, we have actually not even really touched much on it here on the podcast, just briefly about, you know, just that we're generally loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your journey with Miami? Did you watch all of it when it was on? Are you new to it now? Did you recently binge it? Um, I think I was current when it was on. Yeah, I watched it when it was on. Missed it very much when it was gone. You did, really? Yeah, and rewatched uh, a couple years ago and was just... I even... I think it was for this Christmas, I memed that this is what I wanted for Christmas, was to have them back on my screen. <laughs> yeah. So, you're welcome. I manifested it through me. You did. You really did. <laughs> um... But yeah, and I I was really worried because it had been a long time. I was like, what are these women going to look like? Um, what are they going to... Sorry, I'm putting in my old lady ear- hearing aids. No, you're fine. <laughs> they, well, they look like Miami. That's something I've learned. That's something I've learned from the show. It's like Miami plastic surgery is its own entity. Yeah, well, and I think Lisa just embodies all of that (laughs) she does Um, i was so happy to hear that she is having some fillers removed because she looks great on the reunion she looks great on the reunion. she's heading in the right direction because she looked great before and if it's fillers doing that just i less is more at this point like with some of these i don't think i knew i mean i've seen it on the shows in the past couple years but i don't think i totally understood that you can really just dissolve them like how does that process work i have no idea but then can't you be left with, like, saggy skin? Because your skin has to stretch out to accommodate Yeah, but face. you could get Botox probably to, like, fix that. Don't you think? Or a facelift. Or a facelift. Yeah. Fill, fillers? It's fill, I'm a no on fillers. I'm a no on fillers. I have, I have three trenches across my forehead that <laughs> I am pro whatever it takes. Um, but, yeah, in general fillers scare the shit out of me have you had any botox i might get some soon i might want just to try it and see what it, what it does to my forehead you have, like the smoothest no that's 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 the ring light baby <laughs> <laughs> sometimes zoom is kind <laughs> and i also i also have if if you don't know how to do it there is a touch-up appearance on zoom setting oh i think i'm on i think i have it done yeah yeah I'm yeah, on yeah. Blur. It's yeah, it does like a little. It just does a nice little like. <laughs> mysti- mystifies a bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, Lisa 
Lisa, I thought, once again, looks much better at the reunion. She's feeling much more, um, for lack of a better term, just like normal looking, not so not so uh, blown up. Um, <laughs> she just, lo- like, it looks painful. Like, she looks taut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and like her eyes are, like, barely there. Non-existent. It was, like, with Shannon at the reunion. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, my face. God. Shannon. Shannon makes, see, I have, I think Shannon's bit deep issue is she doesn't have any gays in her life. Because hmm. I think any gay with a voice, which is every gay, like, I mean, like, with, like, a, an opinion, which is all of us, would be like, don't do that. Wear well, that. Wait, isn't Change she your hair. Just Jeff Lewis? Yeah, but Jeff is a dick. <laughs> I well, feel like Jeff, like, te- like, do you think Jeff provides constructive criticism? Well, someone posted something the other day and it was four housewives that have crazy portraits of themselves in their home. Uh-huh. And of course, some of is, is like, like gorgeous oil painting. And I forget what the others were. And then Dorinda has one. one. Probably think... Dorinda was on there. Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't even tell what the one at the bottom right was. I was like, who is that? And it was, it was Shannon, but it looked like it had just been like, you know, you can take a picture and like pixelate it in Photoshop and kind of make <laughs> yes. it look like a Warhol. Yeah. <laughs> it was that. And I was like, how did that even get there? And someone said Jeff Lewis told her to put it in there. And I had that exact thought is he's fucking with her. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely fucking with her. I don't trust. I, I don't trust him. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yes, she does have a gay in her life. But <laughs> it's Jeff I. Lewis. Because, like, there are things, there are style choices that she makes, and I'm like, I just think that if you weren't surrounded by your children and yes people, like, someone would just tell you, like, change, don't, don't wear that, it looks bad. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the bones are there. And she, like, also something that she needs to do that frustrates me is, like, she is a, bu- a beautiful woman that I wish just embraced what she looked like. She's so scared yeah. of embracing her like true identity. It's it's it, it, it kind of breaks my heart a bit. Yeah, she's a train wreck. Yeah, she is. Uh, but but we we digress. Uh, but <laughs> but Miami, I once again will say I think they all. If you squint in your eyes, like Alexia and Lisa, don't look too different. <laughs> like yeah. like it's yeah. clear there's something in the in the um syringes in Miami cuz it's and like a style. Yeah, Marisol held up well as too. I was yeah. most nervous for her. But yeah, I I mean the work is extra. But I said the work I feel is extra on on Marisol, but I can't tell with her because she I always thought her lips were fake and they're not. Like I've seen I someone posted a vintage photo of her and I think it's mostly natural. I think she's kept up a lot and maybe a little too much. Yeah. But it's mostly her face. Well, that's, a, I mean, I think she just has some extreme, more extreme features. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I, I believe that I, I, I need her to drop the cocky thing. I, I, I it's not, I don't it's laugh. Not, it's not funny. Not personality. It's also not as iconic, I think, as she thinks it is. Like, I think she's like, me and my cockies are back. I'm like, no one remembers this. <laughs> it's like the things that stay iconic are the ones that are are organic. Right. Nothing pre-planned ever sticks in our mind no. or ends up on a T-shirt. <laughs> mm, no, it doesn't. 
and cockies is it just doesn't even have a good ring to it. No. Yeah, and the and the, <laughs> I it, it just it, it's a bit like <laughs> wild to me that she just like brings like a Tito's lemonade at eight a.m. to a reunion set. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Was she not in a not a full time cast member? No. So her and Adriana were were friends uh, and Kiki. But Kiki, I love Kiki. I don't know why she wasn't at the reunion or didn't have a confessional. And I saw that um, Steve, Faces by Bravo, he posted that um, Kiki had a confessional. That she filmed one and just didn't make it to the show. Because she posted. I would love her- to know yeah. her inner <laughs> everythings. I loved her. I love her. Her whole, like, her vibe essentially was, like, every every time she showed up somewhere, she's like, what are we drinking Am I going to get fucked tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and can I take a shit anytime soon? Right. And she's hot. As, she is one of the hottest people I've ever seen. Yes. Yes. She's gorgeous. I, I would have loved to see, to have seen more of her life. Yeah, same. I wonder. I, it's clear that they threw it all at the wall and were like, let's see what storylines pop. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, for, for me, I'm like. I don't think Nicole was meant to be full time until like the back half of this season. Cause Nicole I felt was so kind of wasn't involved until like that Hamptons trip and drama or anything. Yeah. And the drama wasn't huge. You know, did you talk shit or not? (laughs) (laughs) But I can't stand Marisol because she's like her, like Lisa Rinna does things in a way where it's like, it's heavy handed, but you kind of expect it. Cause it's Lisa Renna. It's like Marisol's not nearely like, iconic enough to sit down at a dinner table and be like, let's play a game. Who do you trust the least here? Like, w- no, she's taken eight years to write a script. Uh, she's been practicing storylines forever. Yeah. Alexia just stumbles upon like full on, like 10 part documentaries, like in her life. Like she doesn't need to find anything. It's just there. Right. And the fact that she's just going to tell her story and she's so authentic is fantastic. Like she is impenetrable. People try and like throw her story back at her as a um, an insult or something. I think someone was like, oh, well, I heard your husband was, you know, having sex with a man when he died. And I think it was Adriana said it. And I I thought she was trying to make waves and, you know. (laughs) And um, Alexia was like, that's how I want to go. Like, I mean, <laughs> who cares? Like, that would, for me, that's something that would be, like, friend-altering if someone, like, came up with that, like, out of nowhere. For, like, like, for it's so, like, just, oh, whatever. But then, but then she gets so mad at Nicole over, like, saying that, like, Marisol was talking shit about her. But I'm like, it's just, she reminds me so much of Teresa in that way where her through lines of what makes her angry just yeah. do not make sense and then the loyalty is is just a straight line right yeah well and did what's insane to me too is like in the whole season we didn't even touch on the cocaine cowboy of it all oh my god <laughs> oh my god the drug dealers in the 80s like yeah, like for those that don't know alexia's father was like one of the biggest like coke dealers in Miami, like dealing coke to every famous person you knew. Really? How did I yes. not know this? Like she was, she's in the documentary. 
like on Netflix, Cooking Cowboy. I have to watch it again. I have to watch it again. I remember being obsessed with that that documentary. But I'm like, we don't even need that storyline to make. No, there's plenty more. I mean, yeah, she just really brings it and is so authentic. Yeah, I, I, I really, really love her. I want her to be happy and peaceful with everything that's going on with her family. And I wish that she hadn't said what she said on the reunion about her son. That was, I think she handled the like allegations against her son very poorly on the reunion. Yeah. I don't know. So sticky. Wait, is part two out? No, no, no. Okay. For those listening, we, we are recording this before part two has been released. No, she said, she said that she, that it's alleged that he hit, that he laid hands on this woman. And it's like, uh, like let's not say that yeah let's just say like i can't talk about it if, if you're yeah. scared to say things because of legal reasons i get that but like let's not like lead with like not believing victims that's not yeah. like a great look at all i would say the biggest reveal for her though for me was that she was at an obama fundraiser when in the finale they talk about she was like i'm iconic and red because like i um because I have a story like when I met Obama at one of his fundraisers, he made me stand in the middle between me and my ex-husband because my dress was so iconic. Oh, my God. How did that go over my head? I don't know. I mean, she it, it, I was in shock. I was like, wait, Obama, you, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Florida, y'all. Florida. I can't. That's moment of silence moment honestly i don't even want to take a moment of silence because we don't need to give them our energy (laughs) that's like giving it's giving well i guess we should take a moment of silence for those that are directly having to deal with everything that's going on there but like float the fuck away is what i feel and let's get the cast of miami just like relocate them to um alabama or georgia (laughs) wherever like just get out of there get out um where where do you land with adriana are you do you love the chaos is she too much for you what 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 what, where are you at there is a sadness there Mm -hmm. um i worry for her and yeah i think she just thinks that being like a tasmanian devil will be her way to stay on top because she was like you were saying, Lisa Rinna does this, but she was just wearing it so much on her sleeve, like pushing buttons and trying to get people mad and trying, well, what about your best friend? Well, what about Kardashian? Well, you were a Kardashian, like trying to just poke these bears that are immovable right? and made her look silly. Um, I don't know. I, I get the sense that she's just sort of floundering in her life. Yeah, I... I wa- I was in and out with the old seasons and in my brain didn't she have a wedding on the show or something? Yes. Yeah. And he's no longer right in the picture. And so, her like, son is gone and Yeah, I didn't all I remembered from her was that storyline. So when the season began and she was just single in Miami, I was like a bit taken aback by that. I was like, "Oh my god." And yeah. I also think that and this I feel like this is a classic like you're just jealous thing, but I do think there is a bit of jealousy at like (laughs) larsa's like like larsa was only on one season and then went off to be like rich 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 with the kardashians and then gets to come back for like the renewal of this show as a full-time wife Mm -hmm. and adriana is like 
a friend of didn't put in Larsa didn't put in the time that Adriana did in Miami like I feel like there's a lot of like behind the scenes anger about like why Larsa was picked to be like involved in this again yeah and I think she sees here's Larsa also getting divorced but like coming into herself so well and like you know making big moves and money moves and her kids love her and she's like close with um with her daughter and everything and i think i think adriana sees a lot of what she doesn't have yeah i i completely agree yeah and and i mean larsa's larsa's divorce too is very front public front-facing i mean Mm -hmm. like scotty pippen is one of the most famous basketball players like in american history you know and um and for her to be so light about it all i think is and happy i think you're right is like really probably hard to see when your life may be crumbling yeah a confident woman is very dangerous like as far emanating to someone who's uh not feeling their best yeah that's that's no that's a good point although i do i do think she's a, a necessary presence larsa well, yes, Larsa as well as Adriana. Uh, yeah, of the two, I I would choose to keep Larsa, just because I'm so yeah. curious where her life goes. And you're right, there. and Larsa brings like a refreshing Kim Kardashian presence. Like she really does act and speak like her. Mm-hmm. Yes, like her her stoicism towards conflict, and then the way she like the the brief moments of where she does like kind of light up a little bit like the tone of her voice like it all is very it really is like very much like Kim yeah and Kim is I don't know where you're at with the I mean we talked about them a bit earlier but like Kim is my personal fave is that controversial where are you at with them I mean I'm so tired of them all right Uh, but yeah, it's it's this thing where like I I also can't look away. Like I don't I don't like follow them on social media or watch their shows, but like I'll always like I, I well, somewhat against my will, but I always know what's going on with them or like what right, she's right. Doing or whatever. Yeah, I think Kim is is definitely the most interesting of of all of them. I would love to know what really happened in the uh Larsa Kim friendship I don't think we'll ever find out no there's there's gag orders and you know that there's so many NDAs behind the scenes about like what she can and can't say I bet I bet you when she signed on for Housewives she had to like ask Kim's permission (laughs) maybe like I bet I I could see them being like her being like I'm going on this show like what can I say what can I not and they had to like a meeting yeah Yeah, lawyers probably had to negotiate No, I can absolutely see that. Yeah. Like, she's just, yeah. But somehow Larsa, but the, I think what works for me is, like, the the Kardashian, like, calm approach to reality. Like, the very, like, laissez-faire approach to, like, being on camera. It's fun. It's a fun addition in a Housewives franchise because they're not all like that. It's like a, she's a weird grounding force somehow yeah. for everyone. And it drives the insecure ones crazy. <laughs> Insane. Insane. Yeah. It's great. Where are you at with um uh Julia? 
Julia? Is that her? Julia. Yeah, Julia. I thought she was very interesting. I thought she was kind of a fish out of water. Was I, I couldn't a hundred percent get on board, but I, I did really like her. Yeah. Her story is so tragic. It's so ugh. Can't okay, imagine. So something wild about the story. Okay. So we a couple weeks ago we had uh Darren Carp on the pod, uh Andy Cohen's assistant. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about Miami and I, and this was before they had recorded the reunion. And I said to Darren, I was like, recently we had, um, we had the Bravo docket ladies on and they were telling us about some court cases and they went into, uh, Julia and told us all about this like story about Julia's like, uh, ex who passed away in like a silicone suit and was like killed by a dominatrix. And Darren was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I'm not making this up. Like I, I literally read an article about it. Like it was after baby had passed tragically and like, and I, I gave her the whole thing and she was like, this is insane. I've never heard about this. I'm like a true crime addict. Like I'm going to do all this research in it. So then I'm like, did she tell Andy? Yeah, she because, must have. No, I, and then on the reunion, he's like, cause then on the reunion, he's like, I heard that she, he was in like a silicone suit or something. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did this, th- am I present here? Yes. That's your, that's your ripple effect. I mean, there's a, there, uh, the articles existed, of course there's, and he has a team that, of writers that put everything together for him. So I'm sure that there's a high possibility that I'm wrong, but the coincidence of it all is a bit crazy. Yeah. No, I think it's, it was you. Thank you so much, Priscilla. I know that I just, I've just, as I was saying that Venmo, Priscilla, a hundred dollars. <laughs> I like, feel like I even had that thought organically when it happened and I was watching it. I was like, this feels like this came from Dumpster Dive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I was watching it in my bed. I sat up and I was like, cause just hearing him say the things that I had said to her, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I was like, I feel that like I've had this conversation. And maybe I had, because here's the thing. She couldn't have say, say my timeline is incorrect and they had filmed already. She was present at the reunion and, but she told, she was like, she was like, I have no, I, I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, she would so have known. She would have known because they talked about it. And that, that would make anyone's ears prick up. <laughs> the story <laughs> is wild. Like that is an ins- that is one of the more insane stories that we've heard on these shows. So for those that don't know, I'll do a quick quick through. Um, Julia's Julia had a, a, a newborn baby that passed away in a very tragic situation with a nanny, and the nanny disappeared. And then the were they married? No, they were just together. I think mm-hmm. yeah, her ex that she had had the child with. Um, was found dead and a couple months later in a hotel room she was shot and he was in a silicone like head to toe suit like like, like American doll. Horror Story like full on American Horror Story yeah. and supposedly when they went into the room they didn't realize that it was a body <laughs> what did they think it was like a bag they thought it was like a no, I think they thought it was like a, a sex doll or something like that. And they were unclear that there it was like a dead body because I think the blood was all in the suit or something insane. And so there was like, so they didn't know. And so for, it took them a second to realize that this is him when they, they 
felt the weight of it. Oh my God. And so then the part in the most recent reunion that I was unclear on. So the woman who killed him has information on the nanny's whereabouts, right? I believe that what the woman said was that she would tell her what everything she knew about her son's passing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was not um, specific about nanny, but. And the nanny is still on the run. Yeah. Or Which not. She, I mean, she, maybe she's just she maybe, like 007 kind of. Oh, I'm saying maybe she's dead. <laughs> you, oh, <what> the... <laughs> it's wild. I need, I need a cooking cowboy on just that in itself. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Those women listening to the story, they're like, what, what? Yeah. Well, and they don't get like, they just got a few details and then they moved on. Right. I know. For and, a story party. <laughs> and she carries herself. She's light as a feather. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's happy as a clam. Happiest right. lady I've ever seen. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> and such a cool and random presence of Martina Navratilova. Yeah, I mean, I my my dad is a huge tennis fan and was shocked to hear that Martina was on a Housewives franchise. And not only was she on a Housewives franchise, but she is she is the first um, housewife, like yeah. wife of a housewife, wife of a wife. <laughs> yeah, wife of a wife. <laughs> your parents um, are they on board with your reality TV addictions? So they don't. They, they don't care that we love it. They think it's so dad thinks it's stupid and trash and doesn't like it. Right. But then like, we'll sit down and watch something and he's like on the edge of a seat, which that's everyone. I'm sorry. Like my boyfriend too. He, we were long story actually in Miami where we got trapped in Miami because of a storm and all this stuff. And we were in like this awful hotel and it was Sunday and there was a Potomac reun- a Potomac marathon on before like the newest episode. And we were watching it like in the background while we were like playing video games on our, on our switch or whatever. And after like the first episode that was on, he was literally sitting at the edge of the bed, like watching. And he always makes fun of me for how much I love it. So like, I think most people would be absolutely infatuated with these shows if they just like got past their own preconceived notions about it. Absolutely. So that's, so that's dad, (laughs) but then mom, mom loves it, but she just doesn't watch it. Like she's like, She's like, I don't have time. And when, when I get home, your dad and I need to watch something that we both can watch. And I'm like, I encourage you to come home and watch something that you want to watch. Yeah. He's home all day. He can go upstairs. <laughs> it's an hour. <laughs> like, you, and so she's been, she's been watching Salt Lake City up to date. Okay. Which she, she like loves. And I'm like, you need to know that there are French, there are shows that are, this seasons that are so much better than actually. I mean, yeah. I was going to say like, that's a good sign. Right. It's only up from there. Right. Cause it's, I'm like, you're watching like the darkest show. Like this is like the truly is so heavy and like carries and are very inauthentic to me. Yeah. Like that show. Uh, yeah. I have my issues with it, but like, I'm like, watch New York. Oh yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta, Potomac. Like Beverly Hills, they all have moments that they yeah. all would be great. Yeah, and it's about well, they, the, again, they it's watch about some of Potomac. Hmm? They watch some of Potomac, and they really oh, liked it. 
amazing. Yeah. But like with Salt Lake City, you can tell that these women were cast. Like they right. were not, well, half of them don't even live there. They're, they're like, their friendships are about two weeks longer than production. <laughs> That's my thing. That's my biggest thing. And we, we, I, like, I want to, I want to literally ask them, like ask some of the women and be like, do you have friends that you want on the show? Cause we want them on the show because yeah. we don't see that your friends are on the show. No. And we, it's, if, if there was not controversy, like if there was no, like outside, outside forces working here, like what would you be talking about? Yeah. Like you don't have fun, like no trip. Like that's the thing is like, even, even in our darkest moments, right? Like even in our darkest, like, Rony seasons like the Tom D'Agostino season <laughs> or multiple seasons mm-hmm. or the Luann arrest season they those women still get together and rally and they you can tell they genuinely have a blast when they're filming yeah. they're having the best time like on those vacations like like the Columbia trip from hell was awful but like they they managed to somehow laugh at moments and like have fun together but yeah. like the Salt Lake City, I'm like, y'all, you, you hate each other. Yeah. Slash know each other. <laughs> slash, yeah. Slash don't know each other. And like Lisa Barlow is, I think, I think we either have a show with Lisa's friends or we have a show with Heather and Meredith's friends. Yeah. Uh, not Heather and Meredith, excuse me. Heather and Whitney's friends. Yeah. 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 I it's agree. one of, it's one or the other, but w- when we're living in this in between, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. And Meredith doesn't really want to be there. No. And, and like most of the women, I, I feel like I can even tell that they don't really live in their homes. It's just insane. It feels like we're watching a, a, a scripted show about like a housewives franchise in Salt Lake City. It's like propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense to me, but um, where there was someone else on Miami that I want to dive into. Oh, we talked about Nicole a little bit. Our new oh oh Gertie, my favorite. Gertie's my absolute favorite. I think Gertie. I tweeted this. I think Gertie is truly one of the most refreshing presences on house. New presences on Housewives we've had in a long time, because she's so cuckoo bananas, but she's also like so real and authentic. Like her like neuroses, like is 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 just her, and she's unapologetic about it. And I I think her relationship is fascinating with this like quiet fireman, but you can tell that they really do love each other. It's just like there she's, she's endlessly fascinating to me. She's a self-made businesswoman who's great at her job. Was and listed as one of Vogue's top wedding planners. Like, I, yeah, I always worry about the legitimacy of these women's careers. Right. Oh my <laughs> uh, God. Of course. You know, and like, I worry about, I stay up late worrying about their finances. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's good. Okay. But um, yeah, she's like a legit player. She is. I love her. I want her on the pod sometime because I just want to like give her her flowers. Because I feel like I feel like she was a bit slept on in this season. Like she didn't really have necessarily a, a singular breakout moment. But I just think she's a really killer presence on the show. Yeah. It'll be and, interesting to see where she goes. Yeah. Oh, and you know, I heard that they are... Um, testing like four more franchises for peacock different different cities okay 
You always hear those rumors like, oh, they're filming, auditioning in Boston right now or Chicago or. Boston, never going to happen. Let me tell you. That is not the city. I, w- I went to school in Boston. I have a lot of friends that are from New England. I don't I don't know where. Wait, where are you located? Um, we or you, do, you, you don't have to say. Okay, okay. You're in Delaware. But we were in New York. In oh, Manhattan. You, were DM- you, were in, you were in Manhattan? Yeah, I was on the Upper West Side. Where? When? For like 13 years. What? <laughs> and then COVID happened and. You left in COVID? Yeah, I was part of the exodus. Yeah. I stayed. But maybe mm. not forever. <laughs> See. I didn't realize you were a DMV girl like all, all the other DMV girls. <laughs> well, I think the D and DMV is DC. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I know. It's a, in my mind, you're all like in a general area that's not New York. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to ask Chelsea like soon. If, I'm going to be like, if you guys do another, can I, can I come? Can I come? Can I come? <laughs> oh my can God. I... They would love that. They... I, I know Chelsea and Amanda love you so much because they've always talked so highly of you. I mean. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Wait, so Upper West Side, that makes me so happy. I live I live um in Harlem Heights border, so up a bit. Oh. But like all of my friends I Upper West Side is my is my spot. Yeah, we're well, at eighty second in Columbus. That is insane. My best friend used to live on eighty first in Columbus. What? Like in COVID, like pre COVID and during COVID. Like Schweitzer linens. Like I would, yes, I would literally be over there all the time. Yes. There was a huge drug bust at. Oh, really? Maybe it was 82nd, actually. My first apartment was 93rd in Amsterdam, so not far from there either. Oh, yeah, that's a great area. Yeah. It's quiet up there, but like there's like enough to do. Oh, there's so much to do. There's so many great restaurants. I mean, Ease. Did you you ever go to Ease bar next to Jacob's Pickles? Yes. Like the bar next, yeah. like it's the bar everyone goes to when they are yeah. waiting for their reservation. Yeah. But that's like my friends and I's like cheers. Like we literally know everyone there. We go, we all, that's always where we are. Like it's, it's like our go-to spot. Oh my God. We yeah. probably, we definitely cross paths then. That's so funny. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, well, Outside of Miami, is there any like other Bravo thoughts you have on on what's coming in in our shows? What what you're excited for? I know you're behind. What you've been loving? Just in, in, anything in general? I am behind, but I'm not going to stay behind for Beverly Hills. I'm very interested to hear what went down on that trip. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean. And I can say this because I am one, but I said this before. I, I, I would love for Kathy Hilton to call me a faggot. <laughs> I, I was, that was the episode I was listening to today, Catching Up. And, and yes, the F-bomb. <laughs> Where were they? Aspen? Heard, heard across the mountains? I just, it's it's hilarious. I mean, it's awful. I Once again, I just want to make sure everyone knows I know it's awful. I'm just saying like, it's, but it's hilarious to me that we're all so surprised that Kathy Hilton let's let's run that last name one more time right. Hilton like this is like old this is some of America's like old old money like the Hilton hotels have been like around for I, I don't know how long but but her old ass husband's father is the one that founded everything like this is old fucking money and when she was when she had the photos like with Trump at the Super Bowl party I'm like yeah duh <laughs> <laughs> well, but it just—I think it's just such a harsh word. Like, and she's so bubbly and like aloof that it's like, how do you get so far back down to earth that you like got in the gutter? 
<laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder the context, not that the context that makes it better. I just want to know how we got there. Yeah. Well, and yeah, so I will not be remaining behind on that one. Did you um, not hear about when, how faggot came about? Yeah, I gotta, yeah, we gotta get to the end of, of F word gate. I gotta get to the, well, and what a fall from grace that would be if this happens, because she was, she is like a bravo darling everyone was so taken with her and they're like <laughs> yeah the goofiness and like but... and all the foot the, all the rumors that were coming out when that trip happened like oh rick pick up the phone i'm <laughs> i need to leave like on an instagram comment or something, like, like can you imagine that phone call come, come pick me up i called someone <laughs> like like what are you what was that conversation? It was just like, I called him what he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the girls are mad at me. I'm stating the obvious. <laughs> I said it to the help. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know? Like, it'll just... It well, works. let's not... She, quote unquote, cleared the air on this, but I'm... I don't know that I believe the whole, like, she didn't know her assistant's name thing. The, the, um, do you remember that whole thing? And then she said that she didn't want to say her name on camera. Oh, yeah, no. When she kept calling her the lady, I'm like, you wouldn't call her the lady. They would have just bleeped it out. Or you would have been like... That, and like, who who would be upset if you said their first name? Yeah, no one's going to be upset if you're like, hey, <laughs> Stephanie, like, can you grab my bag? <laughs> yeah, well, people probably work for her for like two weeks. And then... You think? Part of me thinks, part of me thinks forever. I could see it, well, I don't know. Because I can see I her know. never remembering anyone's names and paying them buckets of money true like that butler that she has at that party like i feel like he makes like more than most like finance men here in new york city <laughs> but like <laughs> she couldn't tell she couldn't tell him the first letter of his first name <laughs> but it would like just crush my soul when one time he was like asked her to hold something she was like well i'm not an octopus like i mean her, <laughs> you'd have to laugh at her dumbass jokes around the clock and like because she can't hold something on her own <laughs> She, she, there's a lot to her, you know, because like our first entry, our, well, our first new entry into her was that, was the Paris documentary and she looked bad Yeah, in it. Like, did you watch it? No, but I heard the stories. She looks insane because they yeah. tell, well, Paris pulled a fast one on her and they tell her on camera that Paris had been like verbally like abused and physically abused in this like facility that she sent her to they tell her on camera in like a in a confessional and it's like and not, i'm not defending kathy in this it's just like the whole thing was fucked up and kathy's like wait what like and just like taken off guard and then like yeah. it, it doesn't play out well at all in her favor so you know i think it was a no-brainer for her to go on house size and be just a delight yeah but did you, I didn't watch, I know you have Peacock, so did you watch the Paris Hilton show? I didn't watch that. No. Paris Getting Married or whatever it's called. Paris in Love. I not, I don't, I don't care about her. The documentary was a little bit interesting, but, but like, I think she, I think she's a bit smarter than we give her credit for. Like, I think she's trying to like navigate this in like the right way. Yeah, sure. But she probably doesn't know what that is because she's so, she's, she's definitely out of her league as far as some of this, like she can't be smarter than these women because they've been at it for so long. 
Right. You know, so I'm just so interested to see. Did she get her $2 million? Do we know? I don't know. I mean, $2 million isn't that much money for Bravo. For one season, though? I know. It is crazy for one season as a friend of, but like. I think what's bi- a bigger problem is that it made press because then it makes other women mad. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no way any of them make more than like a l- more than a million. I would think not. Yeah. Like I bet you Kyle makes a million per yeah, season. Yeah, probably. And like I bet Erica and Rena all live in like the like seven. I bet like seven hundred fifty. And then I bet you Sutton makes like 20K. (laughs) Talking about a fish out of water, man. But she she held her own. She does great work. I'm I'm here for it. And she employs faggots, so. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. I can't wait to see it play out. And I can't wait for people to drag me for laughing at it. But, like, it just, like... It's just a storyline we've never had. No, that that is true. We're, there's like, there's not a barriers. She's she's setting trends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? She's ahead of the times because uh, you know she did it before <laughs> Florida did it. <laughs> um. Well, Priscilla, <laughs> this has been a blast, and it flew by. Oh my god. Um, but before I let you go, I just want uh, you to plug all your stuff where people can find you uh, and all, all the stuff. All the stuff. Um, well, you can find me personally at, at Bonjour Bitches blog on Instagram. Uh, I also have a shop called Feminist Cringe. Um, I'm on Instagram for that as well and feministcringe.com. It's feminist uh, merch that all benefits um something or another from we donate to dress for success, Trevor project, Planned Parenthood, all that good stuff. So if you want to wear your rage on your shirt, grab a say gay <laughs> sweatshirt and head to Florida. <laughs> I need to, I need to buy some stuff. I should, I haven't done that. I should. I'll send you, um, some. you don't need to send me anything. I need to buy stuff because the money needs to go places. I saw <laughs> donate though. I mean, it it would it's better to donate. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. True, 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 true. But still, um, yes, definitely follow Priscilla and uh, I. You've done a couple different fundraisers in the past. I know it's not on. I don't know that the Ukraine one's on there now, but um, definitely follow her. Priscilla's always doing great stuff for the community while also being hilarious. There's not a lot of people that ride both of those lines, and you do a great job at it. Thank you. Aww. No, I mean that. Um, yeah, and then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on IG as well as Dumpster Dive Pod to follow the podcast. And please make sure to, if you see a content creator you love, follow them, rate, review them if they have a podcast. Do something to support them. Um, there are so many free ways to support content creators out there, so make sure to do that. And um, say bye to our listeners. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.